Thank you for listening to or watching the Upland Down Under podcast. Tonight's show is recording live on Wednesday, the 29th of November at 7.15 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Actually, ready tonight, so I got kicked off a bit earlier, so I can get to bed early. On tonight's show, we'll catch up on some crypto and upland market news. We'll check in on the neighborhood ratings as November comes to a close. We'll reflect on the recent Cyber Monday flash frenzy and the Golden City Rush. We'll get up to speed with the Snowdrift Showdown, check out the NFL PA wearables, and guffaw along to some aspects of the recent Totem reveal, Chapter 5 announcement. Interesting, annoying, you be the judge. And we've also got quips of quality of life improvements and a couple on Totems. Main topic for this evening will be a bit indulgent. It's going to be noise updating the status of Samurai Aquatics to establish a global f- footprint for outdoor decor map assets. Just um, getting up to speed with what I've had going on for the last couple of weeks. Speaking of Samurai Aquatics, we do, of course, have some more map assets to give away to both our live participants and our watchers and or listeners from last week. And don't forget that for a limited time only this November and December at Samurai Aquatics, we're offering the Samurai Slay for just 29,000 UPX or 25 USD, the Love Heart Jacuzzi for 12 USD, and we've got the full set of five Christmas spirals down to 90,000 UPX or $75, and all of those figures include fees. Remember, if you want the full set of spirals, you have to DM me, Ben68, to reserve those. Uh, giving a few of those away tonight. All that and more, of course, on this The Upland Down Under podcast. If you're wondering how you can take part in the live recordings of this podcast, I drop the link to the Zoom every Wednesday night at about 7.15 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time in the NBA server. Let's not waste any time and get straight into it. Check out what's happening in the Breaking Badly news. I had a bit of a dive into this before it's looking very healthy indeed in the crypto space global crypto market cap up 3.5 percent from last week last week was 1.38 trillion now we're up to 1.43 trillion oh boy that's looking very very tasty i might add bitcoin's up 4.4 percent now over 38,000 usd ethereum over 2,000 Wax is up a smidge. Engine's up 10.3%. Was 26 cents last week. Now bang on 30 cents. Ripple's up a touch. Solana's up. Now kind of pushing towards the $60 mark. EOS is an interesting one. It hasn't done much of anything, really. Be interesting to see how once um, Upland hopefully gets some mainstream traction, if that filters back to a bit more love for EOS. Have to wait and see. Polygon's the only one there. Spoiling the party. Down 0.1%. Uh, it's only fractions of penny doing that. Uh, Cardano's up 4%, pushing for 40 cents. Tron's over 10 cents, although there's some um, news a bit later on that sounds a bit ominous for my beloved old Tron. Have to wait and see. There's your first one. Take a drink if you're playing the game. Flow's up 8.2% to 67 cents. Avalanche is holding steady around the $20 mark. Um, Shiba Inu's up a little bit, and Gala's had a nice bump too. Uh, was 0.024 US dollars last week to 0.026. Fear and greed index, what are we at? We were 67 greed last week, up to 71 greed this week. Hmm. It is interesting. Hopefully, if you've had your diamond hands, you might be starting to rub them together gleefully. I'm certainly doing that, although I'll mention, we'll talk about the Tron news later. That's kind of got me a bit nervous for my Tron bag, but we'll wait and see. 
All right, moving on to Upland, 90-day averages. The transaction volume is down, again, slip sliding away 4.6%. The trading volume is also down 2.2%. Unique active wallets down 2.7%. And well, one number that's good that's down is the total unminted properties. So last week we are at 309,000 and change. This week we are at 306 and a half-ish. So 2,354 odd minted through the week, not including, of course, the um, extra Sam Franz we had thrown on the market. Percentage of properties minted is just locked on that 92.92%. Um, doesn't want to move off there. City markets now, I just ripped these down myself. Um, take all of these with a grain of salt. I didn't. That's probably why I've... I've had so much time on my hands is because I didn't go through and manually double check them. So there is undoubtedly some locked properties here, some jailed properties and this, that and the other floor. Usually it's pretty obvious though in the percentages. So what's happening here? Arlington, not much happening. Bakersfield down 11.7% on the UPX and 17% on the USD pushing towards the $3 mark. Uh, not much happening there. Birmingham's up over $4 now, up 8.8%. What else have we got? Buenos series down a little bit. Cleveland. Dallas. What's going on there? Dallas, $5.20 on the USD last week, up a whopping 32.1% to $6.87. Somebody's been gobbling up the Dallas. I think, um, if memory serves me correct, Dallas last week might have been the, one of the best opportunities for buying for UPX and selling for USD. So perhaps there's some market play associated with that. Fresno. Fresno, 5,899 UPX last week, up to 15% to 6,790. Was locked on the $3 floor. That's up 13% to $3.39. Kansas, a boost on the UPX. And then there's a whole lot of not much happening. Now, Queens and Rio, that kind of stands out. There's probably some jail or lock properties on there, I would imagine. So what do we got? Queens, 5,600 UPX last week, down 10% to 5,000 this week and stuck on the $3 floor. Rio stuck on the $3 floor and also down um, on the UPX. Yeah, I'd take those with a grain of salt without checking. Um, Rutherford boosted on the UPX, up pushing for the 30,000, so up 13% from last week. San Francisco still pretty flat under that 20,000 UPX mark and $8.50 and change. Santa Clara, Sao Paulo, and then I just kind of move zoom out the road so I can see. So what else? Tokyo, what's Tokyo doing? 18,999 last week. And seems like the market's bounced back a little bit there. And same in London, a little bit of a bounce back after the after the dummy spits. So Tokyo's up 2.9% on the UPX, but down 8% on the USD. So a bit all over the shop, but yeah, apologies. I didn't go through and manually check them all myself this evening. So currently, at least on those numbers, if you're buying for UPX and selling for USD, Detroit is your your best rate you can get and Oakland's currently your, currently your worst, which is interesting. So yes, a lot happening in the crypto and a bit of a mixed bag happening in the upland. Uh, Grizzly's on, Bueller's on, Laban's on, cheers, hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. So yes, good a bit all over the place. All right, we'll move on to the neighbourhood ratings. Now, this has been quite an interesting journey, this one. Let me see if I can find the right, the right button. 
Oh, I was already on it. Let me go back to it. Let's zoom back out here. Because what have we got? It's November 29th here, so not long to go. So currently, right at the end of November, we got Holliswood has broken away to take number one spot on 13.296. And Midtown Terrace now dropping off and falling behind at 13.272. Merced Manor still pushing upwards, 13.266. Downtown has had a big boost too. They're kind of come from nowhere. Greenwich Village, don't know what's going on there. They just seem to have stalled big time. So it would appear, unless Merced's got something up their sleeves, that Holliswood has got it for November. I won't say congratulations just yet. Don't want to jinx them. Um, but, yes, um, I'll speak to a bit about what's going on with Midtown Terrace there a bit later, but I think i got Rock Drigo's. Yeah, so here we go. This kind of shows it here. Now, this is from Rock Drigo from Quailwood. Now, these, um, if you listen on the Spotify, we've got the snake lines here, the charts. Um, it does show Midtown Terrace dropping off. Um this was not fully up to date, I don't think, when I checked the numbers. But does that, you, you can clearly see there, like through October and most of November, um, Holliswood were kind of trading places here, there, and everywhere. But right at the end of November, Holliswood broke away. Um, last week, I discussed how I was going to do a little building project just to see how. Um, how that would impact the score for Midtown Terrace, but it was kind of negated by some, uh, probably some decor movements. Well, not some decor movements, some pretty significant decor movements. And we've had a lot of um, residents jump out to other projects uh, trying to help boost Merced Manor and even Holliswood as well. So that, that was probably the last chance. That was probably the last realistic chance that Midtown Terrace is going to have for quite, quite some time, I would think, um, just based on, some stuff I'm going to outline a bit later. So, yes, I won't say congratulations, but it does look like a bit of a foregone conclusion there. All right, so what have we had happen in Upland through the week? Well, we do know that Snowdrift Showdown is all underway. Um, I did a bit of playing around with the racing. No, I didn't register for this and take part in it myself, but I, I did do a bit of a playing around with some of the tracks. Um I don't know, it just seems really clunky still on mobile. Probably a lot a lot of that's to do with I just haven't put enough night enough time in to learn the lines or whatever. Especially now with the skid, it gets pretty frustrating with your skid out. Um doesn't look like the leaderboards are gonna load. So I assume whoever's in the lead, good on you. You must have earned it because yeah, it takes a lot of lot of time, patience to to get up to speed with all of those. So I'm just gonna move straight on from that. Not mucking around tonight. Got a lot to cover and I want to get out of here. So, is that going to close to me? Now, this was interesting. The Cyber Monday Flash Frenzy popped up. Um, some new wearables that you could you could buy. Uh, these were pretty cool with the, you know, related to the totems. I, I didn't get up at Stupid AM to take part, but I did when I woke up. I had a look. $15. Yeah, you get the, what did you get? You got the UPX too, didn't you? Was that one of these deals? I forget. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, I looked at it. It was there, um, but I'm I'm really trying to be careful with my USD balance uh, this time of the year. The old credit card's starting to get a bit smashed, so Daddy's got to help out and pull some money out and help pay the bills. So they do look very cool. I did have a look at it, but ultimately I was a good boy, and I said, eh, not this time. So congrats if you got one of those. 
Let's see. Now, speaking of wearables, of course, now we've got NFLPA wearables. Suit up like the pros. So hopefully these look a bit better than the hats and stuff. Well, they kind of just look like legits plonked on top. But you get gloves and you get some fancy socks. I guess that's kind of cool if you've got your favorite player or something. So what's the deals? Upland team will conduct a drawing for these wearables every week through the NFLPA 2023-24 season including weeks that have already passed. These weekly drawings will be exclusively for buyers of the NFLPA bundles. We'll be giving away 30 NFLPA player gear wearables each week. Oh, that's pretty cool. So is that just going to be an RNG system by the looks of it? Uh, after each week, duh, 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 the winners will be randomly selected by the Upland team through a drawing. The specific NFLPA player gear wearable each winner receives will also be randomly chosen by the Upland team. Ah, that's, well, I guess it stimulates a bit of buying, selling, trading, though. And the NFLPA people have been complaining for a, a long time that we need more to do, or they need more to do. I think that was more related to do what to do with their, with their legits, but apparently there's some more stuff here to FOMO into and buy. So good luck to you if that's your bag. Not me. The Golden City Rush. How did um, I'll, I'll stop sharing and have a look in chat. Anybody get in that? Any luck for anybody on that? I, it was my worst ooh, one yet. Ooh. All three, all three. <laughs> yeah? How'd you go? Yes. All three? Yeah. Yes. And the last one was a market suite in San Francisco. 200K mint. Ooh, nice. That was nice. Yes. Hey, Lily. And is that the you got those firsthand, right, to get in part of that? So the RNG got no, the, no, the the second one I bought for about twenty five dollars. Okay. Um, so a bit a bit markup, but uh, was was okay. So but the third was RNG luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that was my worst ever. I got up and it was like two days or something stupid. I I did get up at. <laughs> 3am or whatever it was looked at it just had a bit of a chuckle and went straight back to bed so now that's very lucky so that guarantees now, you the special badge too so that's cool yes the badge and the miraculous map asset what should be revealed before round three but no, it's upland <laughs> yes all right well it's like leaderboards which are updated automatically every hour <laughs> yes yeah well, we'll have to um, you'll have to do a bit of a screen share when you get that, or send a pitch through so we can share it. Um, everybody interested in to see what that's actually going to be. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I will send a picture if I ever get to know what this map asset is. Nice. Now, did you already have some Market Street collection properties? No. What the okay. first? <laughs> so is this going to FOMO you into side. buying two more? I thought about it, but uh, on, on the other hand, the markups are so high to think about just selling it and uh, take the profit. Take the money and run. Yes, maybe not a bad strategy. Yes, if you can get that, if you can get some a good flip for it. So yeah, that that system. I think we discussed that when it first dropped. I think that's a cool system. There's been a lot of chatter in the I know in the UCN channel. Um, I think it was Musida and Radish and a bunch of other people were in there suggesting ways that that could be improved. I really do like the the suggestion that if you want to take part in any of those sort of, especially those really high demand, low mint runs, that KYC people should get first dibs. And then if there's still, 
if there's still some left over after a particular length of time, um, then the non-KYC rampant multi-accounts can have their go at it. Um, I'd love to see something like that, that come through. The discussion about the multi-accounts is a never-ending story. So many accounts, no properties, no other assets. Whoops, a totem. Hey. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And people I see too, there's a lot of chatter recently about uh, there's a, whenever there's something like this happens, uh, these multi-accounters, you know, they'll register with however many accounts they'll get and they'll sell their spot in their line and all sorts of stuff. People getting scammed left, right and centre, people crying into their Witbix. Yeah, it's it's just not good. So hopefully something comes to that. I'd definitely love to see KYC as part of the mix. That's my two cents. Now, <laughs> I mentioned at the start that we did have the it's a bit of an interesting one. This the 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 Upland's almost gone full crypto mode. They've done an announcement about an announcement. Now I believe they did this last time too. But so we've we've had the totem reveal chapter five announcement, but it's basically just it's just nothing. It's it's, it's not even an announcement and about an announcement because it doesn't tell us when they're going to announce it or when the details are going to come through. It was just basically a nice little package of what we already knew. Any thoughts, opinions on that? I thought it was funny. I was like, yes, we're going to get the details. Now, that's, that's like I said, I'm being very careful about what I do with my USD outbalance. So I'm sweating on this, this last totem reveal so I can just get what I want. I probably only want to get one or two more maybe, and then I can pull out my USD um, because, as we know, you, you can't take it partial of your USD. You have to take the whole kit and caboodle. So. That's kind of sucks too. Now, Beulah Man, I do know you have a quality of life quips we're going to touch on later. That's one of those things. Surely there's there's an avenue there that you can take out some of your USD balance. That would be nice. All right, we're screaming through it tonight, as I said, um, which brings us to what I had pegged for the main topic for the show. This was basically just giving a, a catch-up overview of what we got going on at Samurai Aquatics as our kind of quest to develop a global footprint all over the place. Um, I believe it was yesterday and this morning and this evening. I kind of, within the NBA server, if you want to get over there and check it out, have a um, bit of a sticky beak. Um, and look, that shows you where the contest channel is. If you want to take part in the weekly contests or whatever, NBA category, contest channel. So I put this little this thread up here. So we've got Samurai Aquatics Global Footprint. I've got, I like emoji keys. I'm a bit of a freak for that. Helps me with this sort of stuff. So currently Samurai Aquatics has got two factories. Um, I am going to set up at least seven um, as we have different sort of items get approved or when we start submitting new items, I'm going to start sending them to different factories. Um, this is all kind of prime to get ready for transportation mechanics. As I said uh, a couple of weeks ago, when I first outlined this push, um, I hope they don't come through too soon, but in the meantime, I'm going to get ready for when they do. Um, there's there's a, clearly a big problem there. There's no international factories. Uh, it's a bit too expensive on the secondary markets now. Um, so I will look in future if we do have another maybe nicely placed uh international city i might work towards putting another factory up there um so i have 
basically that's all of those factories are built. I just have to wait until I'm in back in the city and then I'll apply for those. Um, and showrooms, that's what I've been going gangbusters on. And this kind of speaks to that dip that I showed you in the Midtown Terrace in the neighborhood rating stat. stats. I've just been, well, as you know, I've been piling up for ever since the outdoor take of map assets first started being manufactured. I've been piling them up in Midtown Terrace. Well, now it's time to start um, unleashing those and sending them here, there, and everywhere. So I've really started to work through and especially these um, showrooms that are approved. Like, I, I, And this is another gripe that I have too. Like you submit for a MetaVenture application showroom and you don't get a notification that it's approved. It's just one day it's open and you don't even know. So I went and had a look before and lo and behold, what do you know? London's open, Tokyo's open. There's a whole bunch of them that are open. They're ready to go. But now I need the time to sit down and list everything for sale and whatnot. So currently have, what do we got? I got one, two, three, four, five, six showrooms under construction. There's two submissions in. I just actually, I just applied for the Santa Clara one a couple of hours ago and got straight on the plane to Las Vegas. That one and Queens inaugurates in a couple of days. And yes, from basically every spare moment of spare time that I can scrape together is going to be moving map assets out to decor out of midtown terrace and into all of the various showrooms now as part of that i had to kind of work out well how much do i even have what have i got everywhere so i also went through and did a bit of a stock take so i currently got 265 black christmas spirals all over the place and i kind of worked out that with the with the 30 odd showrooms that i've got just the standard showrooms with that number i can probably put about eight in each which this kind of helps because I was rounding off to 10. I was moving 10 to everyone. But obviously, if I do that, it's going to leave me short change uh, because obviously most of my spark at the moment is assisting to build those showrooms. So it's kind of just give you a bit of an insight into how my brain works when I'm trying to structure all these things. So yes, expect to see the Midtown Terrace score start to drop off a cliff as, as I said. Literally thousands and thousands of map assets go sailing away, airdropped for free while I still can. And there's showrooms rarities. Um, already have one approved in Manhattan. That's stocked and ready to go. Again, I just got to get the time to sit down and do it. Um, the Chicago one is ready to go and the San, Fris San Francisco one is building now. Now, rarities means those will be all the low mint numbers. Um, I'll split those up between different showrooms. You know, mint numbers one to ten, splitter mints. Um, any particular interesting mint numbers that people always go for? This, that, and the other thing. They'll be spread out and available within their own unique little showrooms. So that's what I've got going on with Samurai Aquatics. Now we are racing through it, and I'm going to continue to race through. I'm really. You'll see this in the. Um, when we get to the weekly challenge for this week, I'm really hoping to restructure things as we head towards 2024 with this podcast. Ideally, I'd really like to get this uh, routinely down under an hour, 50 minutes or so, just bang them out, get them out there. Um, so I'll keep grinding away. So this week's quips, quips stands for questions, insights, provocations, and statements. There is a link to a Google form. In the description, uh, very easy to do. Just send it through. You can win yourself some kind of prize. Um, 
almost run out of those. Uh, there's, I think there's one or two there that I haven't got to. So if you do have something in mind that we could chat about, make sure you drop one in and please drop your drop your in-game username there as well. Otherwise, pretty hard to get your prize. Um, first one for this week is Bueller Man, who is in the chat. Bueller Man asks, why is Upland not delivering small improvements like a search search function Sorry, in the collection screen? Is it because it is nothing they can advertise with? So they can't really... They can't really use that stat to bring in new partners or anything. They don't really make any money out of that. Or do they? It's it's it's, it's all of those small little things that's going to help with player attention. Maybe not your first time, okay, I've just downloaded the game and, you know, okay, this is not for me. I'm not going to bother changing from Visitor to Uplander. But definitely for the people that stick around and they become Uplander, there's, there's just a series of mini frustrations that you have to get through. Yeah, if you if you want to if you want to sort out your collection, it's a drama. If you want to try and find out where the hell your map assets are, it's a drama. There's all these tiny, tiny little things. So that Billman's mentioned one there. I've mentioned a couple. Anything else that jumps out? Frustrating little yeah, bits yeah. and pieces. Oh, the the list is long. <laughs> um. I posted it in, or oh, I don't know, it's gen of uh, general technical bugs, uh, don't know, and uh, Squire Musa, I hope I spell him right, um, just answered that they have no time to do these little improvements because all devs are working on the big things. And I thought, oh, the one dev they have, or the two, <laughs> um, or we will be uh, uh, getting uh, many big updates. Um, I'm. I, th I think they they got a bit more open talking what what Upland is is doing. Not exactly. We are working on the mini game for blah blah blah. But um, they said they're going to improve the racing a bit more. They uh, take a look at all these disconnects while racing. All these. Uh, this is my pers my perspective because I spent much time in it. <laughs> um, but but uh, I think maybe they. Talk a bit more than usually about things they're working on. Um, and I see the first time, um, I don't know, I mean, it was Tati uh, who uh, said, if you have this or that problem, don't hesitate to contact Carlos, one of the devs. He's in Discord too. You, you can work it out with him. Um, this was the first time I read something like this. Mm. Normally it was, well, uh, do a support ticket. And then, yes. yes. And then you might be lucky to get the auto answer. Yes, we will look at it. Uh, and if you got really lucky, you get an answer with a solution. But normally it was, yeah, yeah, we are working on it. Punct, point, and gone. <laughs> I mean, that that kind of excuse. Now we can't sweat the little stuff because we're doing the big stuff. That's hmm. that's bizarre at best. Like. It's like saying, "Oh no, we can't. We can't um, do pest control for the termites in in our house. Uh, we can't fix the fix the electronics because we're going to repaint the house." You know, like it's the the core foundations of the thing. It's all these little tiny things. It's absolutely bizarre. And many of these things are not so hard to implement. I mean, um, I, I I wrote many scripts uh, on, on on my page to get. Uh, 
data together, which is, is present in all the upland uh, RP endpoints they have, um, it, it doesn't take weeks or months. It's uh, hours yeah, uh, to, to develop uh, something like uh, a nice overview over assets. Uh, I, I did that for the both FIFA World Cups uh, because the long the long list in the uh, small window uh, you can't track what you have and what you need yeah um this is all not so much to do it's it's the the ex excuse for not um for not so good project management <laughs> yes yeah i mean it's it's as you said there's there's so many small things that they can improve like even if they don't want to didn't want to put a search function in for the collection assignment even just knowing what the, the mint price was in small lettering underneath the property would help. You'd be able to do that manually yourself. Um, you know, there's ways sort, around these things. Sort them by the name or the property ID or the address, uh, but not these, uh, well, you have thousand properties and uh, we mix them up and then we show the list. <laughs> have fun. And don't close the window and open again when... Yeah, and it all shuffles, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've done that a few times when I've been trying to assign a collection and I was like, I swear to God, I've already checked this property. It was like, yeah, it randomizes once you click out of the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you 100%. They, yeah. If they, yeah, if they um, do a bit, a bit of this uh, user experience improvements, <laughs> um, I, I think they could, try to do advertising with this because all these uh, oh my god it's amazing and these x1 gamer wheels uh and youtube um you can do it with with this improvements too yes well there are many who would say oh thank you thank you <laughs> like yeah. uh, if they would release a, a drone map asset delivery service for you <laughs> you would uh, be great thankful too um yes. and you will always have other people who said oh that it doesn't help me or shitty game, blah blah blah. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they I mean it's 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 not like it's gonna make those things aren't gonna make player retention worse, are they? It's 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 just only positives that can come from it. Mm. It's just very, very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Like a input box to say I want to pay out hundred dollars and not all. Yes. <laughs> yes many many things like that all right so moving on we have anonymous who has suggested we have more questions and answers on exactly how the whole totem process is going to go but he's he or she's curious if anyone has any thoughts on where to place their totem i haven't placed theirs yet some things that make me wonder are if the real general climate has any effect on protom output interesting or, for example, my toucan performing better in South America versus Europe. Interesting. What about placing on empty properties or properties with a building on them? Oh, that would be that would be a spanner in the works. Um, if they said, well, if you've got your toucan, if you actually have it in Rio, it's gonna it's gonna pump out more protum than if it's stuck in poor old Bakersfield or somewhere. Um I can't imagine that add that sort of complexity to it. Surely not. This would Sorry. be nice if you need some transportation service to get your totems, not to just uh, set home address or set address and uh, whoop, it's there. It's, that yeah. would be nice. Take them in the crate. 
through some delivery services. It's definitely some interesting potential game mechanics there, you know, gamification mechanics to explore. Um, placing properties on empty properties or properties with a building, I don't think that will impact on them. I actually went through, and that was an ordeal in itself. Like, um, what did I get? So I got six goat totems and a snake one, and then I had to find where the hell they were. That was just a big ordeal to find where they were, and then I ended up moving them all to a spot within mid Ten Terrace where there was no um, other map assets yet. So I do have all mine in one place just so I don't lose track of them more than nothing. Has, has anybody put any thought into that? Where to specifically place yours? I hadn't heard of that before. <coughs> I only use them in, in Tokyo to set to the properties with the lowest 10 fees. Yeah, like markets, yes. <laughs> yes. Lily's got hers the at the home address. Yeah. Partly at home address and... Uh... At the factory is waiting for something to do. <laughs> yes. All right. So, yeah, good question, though. Interesting. Uh, Grizzly, I've only thought about the aesthetic of their placement, such as in front of your shop. Yep. Very cool. All right. So that was that. Now, that did come from an anonymous person, so can't really get a prize to you for that one, which is a shame because that was a good one. Uh, lastly, we've got from Woinasa, and I should double-check how to pronounce that, but, yeah, Woinasa. When Asa asks, my little voice is telling me there will be future badges and other rewards announced for collecting all 10 different types of totems. Maybe after the protem testing is complete or post phase five sales to drive the secondary market. That'd be a good idea. Yep. Collect all the different totems, get a special totem badge or like a stem tree badge or something like that. We do know that's part of that folklore that's all in there uh there was speculation a while ago that if you i forget what it was wasn't there a talk about if you were going to unlock the maximum out of the stem tree or something you would actually need um one of all 10 it's an interesting thought which makes me start to think i should be out there trying to wheel and deal and trade some of these goats that i've got hmm. oh just just write me i got to got a few from the other rounds yeah um, I, I I read or, or heard uh, somewhat uh, thought about what is uh, if you need one totem pass of each chapter <laughs> to mm. get something special. Um, oh, holding the passes. Yeah, I know. Uh, Dtech got caught out with that. He had an old um, stock car pro pass, and he just realised that once that once that um, hand in period's over, that's it. You just stuck with. It. So, with the car pass, oops. <laughs> yes, it's not the same. So, um, I don't know. I definitely like the suggestion, though. Um, would not surprise me at all if there's something, something like that. Whether it's uh, seemingly minor, like a badge, or yes, whether it's something major, like something significant to do with the stem tree, or perhaps locking some other elements of the story, or who knows, the mind boggles. Um, that's fair. I need to get a bear instead of a toucan, so it goes with my shop and name. Okay, cool. All right. Now, cheers for that, Pula Man. And Wanasa, you've won yourself either a Samurai Aquatics Christmas. You've won yourself a Samurai Aquatics Christmas spiral color of your choice. I got you one, Pula Man. What color would you like? You got black, white, red, green, blue. Black, white, oh, red, red, black blue. one. Yeah, the black ones look cool. All right, so remember that, yeah, as I said, if you do submit a quips and you want to claim your prize for doing so, you have to include your in-game name. 
Otherwise, I can't get it to you. Yes, Otherwise, I sent the second quips. You did, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Otherwise, someone will say, hey, I sent that one through. And I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, I'd love to take your word for it, but I can't really check. All right, that's all I'm going to cover for Uplandy stuff this week. Um, I have been fairly out of the loop. As I said, I've been just totally immersed in samurai aquatic stuff every single second I could scrape together. Anything else on anybody else's radar? No. Oh, actually, I do have long, another gripe. Long, long time, long yep. time, no maintenance period, and in the mm-hmm. last two days, two. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, wasn't there? Short there was something, ones, but or two. <laughs> there was something janked up the other morning. Uh, people couldn't send. They were stuck in travel, and I believe there was something I saw. Uh, I, I read it. It was uh, one a.m. to uh, six a.m. in my time. So. <laughs> Midweek, no time to check if something's wrong or investigate. Nice. And Lily said in chat, the UGC queue got cleaned out. Well, I've got items that haven't been approved, so maybe I'm going to have to send a support ticket through and say, hey, what about me? No, no. Jason said that if you didn't get a rejection email, then everything to that point has been approved and is on the way to the factory at some point. Oh, at some point. Eventually. Eventually. I was going to have a bit of a gripe about my whole Block Explorer thing. We have had Upland recycle my Block Explorer yet again for a new director who inaugurated their director's Block Explorer. I think it was the start of this month or the end of last month. And they were trying to tell me, no, it's not a copy. They've done it from scratch. I'm like, you're kidding yourself. It's literally my Block Explorer, same colors with a few different bits welded onto it plonked on some other stuff um we thought they had this all sorted out they said it had it all they said they had it all sorted out they clearly don't have it all sorted out and i got to my um undies in a twist a little bit about it because it sucks at least change the freaking colors holy hell really press the end button then that would have been a good rage quit all right moving on Metaverse news. I'm just going to race through these really quick. It's going to be headlines and a quick little catch up. Um, some interesting ones in here. Virtual stores are taking center stage in brands, holiday metaverse strategies. Um, fully expected this. Like we're coming up to the holiday Christmas period period again. Uh, shopping, um, Web 3s kind of been on every, everybody's radar, Metaverse, um, more and more brands diving into it, of course. So it says here, as retailers begin to roll out their Metaverse strategies for the holidays, virtual stores appear to be the format of choice for many, uh, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, expect to see. I'd expect there's going to be a lot more uh, sandboxy kind of things. Um, yeah, more and more on this. So maybe that will be more stuff to do, maybe another Upland partnership. Who knows? Roblox, another one that's mentioned there, big one. And yes, we're just going to see more and more of this. So what are the, some of the brands that have mentioned? Bloomingdale's, Sebastian, Brewer, blah, 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 blah. But yes, more and more and more of this is going to happen. Moving on. Solano. Ah, oh, this is a funny one. So Solano, Solano County Police to partner with artificial intelligence. Now, at first, when I read that headline, I was like, ooh, that sounds a bit greasy, but it's actually in a positive way. So a local police department in, I assume that's Yankee Land, 
will soon begin to use artificial intelligence with the hope of reducing traffic violations. So first thoughts when you read that is you think, oh, maybe it's going to spit out parking tickets for people, but it's actually the opposite. Um, where, where did it say I read it? With this new camera, it doesn't generate tickets and send people citations in the mail. It actually provides feedback to the driver, said Rio Vista Police Department Chief. Old mate, identifying them while it video records a violation and said something to the, f- the effect of Black's Volkswagen, <laughs> unsafe, stop. So imagine some kind of chat GPT thing where you're going to get a ping on your phone. Hey, you're doing the wrong thing there. Just chill out a bit there, mate. So that's kind of quite interesting. Um Next one is kind of, I'm now see if I can preload some of these, is going back to that whole shopping thing and Metaverse NFTs. Louis Vuitton unveils a new frontier in luxury, the Fidgetal, uh, the Fidgetal Trunk Bag NFT. These names, I tell you, they're an eye opener. So it says here, in a groundbreaking stride at the intersection of fashion tech and luxury, Louis Vuitton is once again setting the standard with the introduction of a cutting-edge accessory designed by the visionary Women's Artistic Director, Nicholas, this time it's not just a handbag, it's a fidgetal trunk bag, a fusion of the physical and digital worlds offering exclusively as an NFT. So what do you actually get? A marriage of traditional and innovation. Yeah, all right, there it is. looks pretty cool. What can you do with it? It is a tangible work of art. Oh, is a physical manifestation of luxury that discerning fashion enthusiasts have come to expect. Okay, sold as an NFT. What sets this trunk bag apart is it's not just its physical allure, but the groundbreaking manner in which it is presented to the world. Seems like a whole lot of fluff to say it's just a, a JPEG. Louis Vuitton is transcending the boundaries of tradition retail by offering the exclusive accessory solely as an NFT. This means that ownership and authenticity a verified yeah but what's the actual functionality the utility of it blah, blah, you blah, can't blah, open blah. it if you don't own the nft in your metamask <laughs> <laughs> so it actually doesn't say anything you'd think something like that it's going to give you a discount in real life or vice versa you buy something in real life and you can get this just weird that they're just going to all this trouble just to sell it as just an nft that's not what I was expecting. I would use this as a certificate of authenticity, maybe. Authentication, yeah. There's lots of ways that they could do it. You get one, and this this is your certificate that it's not <laughs> made in China. <laughs> yep. Or it's yeah, it's it's not a forgery. Yada yada yada. There's there's a million different ways that they could utilize it rather than just saying it's a beautiful NFT for you to buy. Because I would hate to think how much it's going to be worth or sold for at least. All right. Now, I mentioned at the start when I was talking about the cryptos that this one had me worried. Industry experts call Justin Sun a criminal, urges his removal from crypto. And we just had the Binance CEO just get absolutely lambasted, a $4 billion fine or something, wasn't it? And stepped down from Binance. Justin Sun is the founder of Tron, which... I do have a juicy bag of, and I've held for a very long time. So it says here, in a series of events that have sent shockwaves to the cryptocurrency world, Justin Sarn, a well-known figure in the industry, has come under intense scrutiny. Travis King, a respected observer and commentator in the crypto space, has leveled serious allegations against Sun, linking him to a string of hacking incidents that have resulted in substantial financial 
bosses. Wow. Now, Justin Sun, he was notorious back in the day uh, when Tron kind of burst on the scene. He was definitely one of the announcers about announcements things. Um, yeah, this is quite worrying. I wonder how much meat it has here. The sequence of these security breaches has raised alarms. The first incident occurred on September the 24th at Huobi, a leading crypto exchange where hackers siphoned off $8 million worth. This was followed by an even more significant breach at Polon Poloniex on November 10th with losses amounting to $118 million. The situation worsened on November 22nd with two separate incidents, one at Haco Bridge, involving a staggering $87 million and another again at Huobi, resulting in $14 million loss. These consecutive breaches have cast a shadow over Sun's involvement and raised serious questions about the security measures in place. Um, this bloke's accusations go beyond highlighting these breaches. He has labelled a Sun a criminal, suggesting that his activities are detrimental to the integrity of the crypto industry, blah, 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 blah. All right. Yeah. Now I said that that kind of news didn't appear to be been priced into the Tron market market price as of yet. Um, have to wait and see how that unfolds. All unfolds. That's a pretty scary one. That one. But that's some big dollars there. All right. Now this is this is one where this is a headline where we want to see upland in the mix for these sorts of headlines moving forward. Hopefully, if not at the start of 2024 at least by the end of it um of course it's going to take a while for sparklet to get out on the exchanges and all that sort of stuff but this is what we're aiming for web3 gaming tokens surge in value as sector gains interest led by axie infinity acoin and alluvium how nice would it be to see and upland in the mix there so yes crypto is kind of often a bit of a tear pumping i wouldn't say pumping just yet but it's definitely heading in the right direction we typically see once that sort of happens that people look to, you know, if they're making profits, they look to other areas that they can find to park those. And these kind of metaverse things have been one of those avenues in the past. Uh, what does it say? Prior to now week, cryptocurrency tokens linked to Web3 gaming tasks have seen substantial increase in worth. Um, blah, blah, blah. It mentions Axie, AXS, Ape, and Alluvium. And then... Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I just picked that one because this is what we want to see. Want to see more of that. Let me just catch up. All right, all good there. We'll go back and we'll just dive straight into the Mitsubishi news. <laughs> oh, boy, this first one's funny. So, this is Australian news. Krispy Kreme donuts, 10,000 Krispy Kreme donuts have, be, have been stolen from a van. So police are searching for somebody possibly driving around the street trying to sell 10,000 Krispy Kreme donuts. So a search is underway for an opportunistic donut thief who tore away from a service station, uh, which is a, what do you call them, gas stations, petrol station, early this morning in a Krispy Kreme van, the alleged burglar, fled a survey in Carlingford, northwest of Sydney, with 10,000 donuts in the van while its driver was inside, paying at about 3.30 a.m. shouldn't laugh, but wow. Um, be funny to know if, if it was actually stolen for the Krispy Kremes or whether that just happened to be a surprise bonus in the back. And that's what's happening in Australian news. Um, New Zealand news. Yeah, I picked this one just for the name. Intoxicated man speaks to police in Gore Pub. Gore Pub, that sounds interesting. Apparently, there's a town in New Zealand called Gore. 
So that's what I'm going to do for that. That's what intrigued me about that one. And last one, good news for wasabi lovers out there. According to the Japanese National News, wasabi is very effective in improving memory of elderly, study says. So I'm a massive fan of wasabi. So that's good news for me. I don't have any spare brain cells to lose. Um, Lily says that's one hell of a sugar rush. Yeah, holy hell. Diabetes, eat your heart out. So that's all we got, race for it. Um, let me catch up on my notes. No mid-10 terrorist news, kind of outlined all that. No MBE news. Um, I was potentially going to book a Metaverse and Beyond um, interview this weekend. However, I said last weekend it's my son's birthday. Well, one of his aunties has bought him a ticket to what's – it's not skydiving. It's where you – it's kind of skydiving inside skydiving, whatever they call that. you got to jump over a big fan. So he's booked in to do that normally when I record. So that's what we'll be doing early this weekend. So that's it. Moving on. NBA server competition wheel. This is the weekly challenge. Last week's challenge was to get yourself in the contest channel in the NBA server and let us know if you think the Miami leak was real or not. It was a pretty mixed bag, although I, I would say most people suggested that the leak was real and then was probably maybe about 50-50 whether they thought that Upland would still go ahead with it or not. Um, I, my two cents is that yes, it was real, and yes, they will go ahead with it. Probably because, like a few people mentioned, there's probably some time with the NFLPA where they have to get it out. So, yes, just got to suck it up and roll with it. So, the prize for that one is your name is going to roll on a list of entrants for a chance to win UPX or a Samurai Aquatics map asset, or maybe both, depending on my sales went through the week. I did um, outlay a bunch of UPX through the week so just doing map assets this week although i'm gonna roll the wheel twice and give away two samurai aquatics christmas spirals color of choice for the two winners um thanks to everybody who put a an entry in or a submission in for the weekly challenge they have also of course got themselves another entry in for the big prizes at the end of the year so yes i'm gonna roll this one twice um I guess I should remove after the first one too. So let's see. He's going to win the first one. Do, 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 do. A new person. Now I'm going to have to write that down because I'll never remember that. Calf. Wow, that's a mouthful. Calf, cas, cats. Calf, cas, catsy. Congratulations. Christmas spiral color of your choice. I'll be in contact for that. One more to give away. Oh, Mesby's just missed out. Kinda. Kinda 520. Another one on the way for you. Thank you very much. So that was last week's challenge. This week's challenge, I mentioned it before. Um, get yourself into the NBA server, find the contest channel, and looking ahead to the Upland Down Under podcast kicking off in 2024, what are some segments you would like to see stay? You know, we have the crypto and Upland news. We do the general Upland news. Um, we have some kind of main topic. And then what do we do? We do Web3 news, meet service news, that sort of stuff. Um, what, what part do you get to and just think, oh, not this crap again, that you'd like to see dropped? Or what are some other stuff that you'd like to see added 
as I said, looking to mix things up a bit in 2024 and definitely looking at um, reducing the length dramatically. Um, same prizes for this week. Your name will roll on a list for all entrants for a chance to win UPX. Yada, yada, yada. You, you know the deal. And yeah, a reminder that every weekly challenge submission you put in not only gets you on the wheel for the following week's prize, it also adds an entry for you into the massive bag of prizes that will be won in the final Upland Down Under podcast show for the year. This includes the grand prize of 1 million Upex after fees. So that brings us on to the live participants wheel. Now, this is going to be Christmas spiral color of your choice. Now, let me make sure we can get anybody like no nice small crowd tonight so that makes it easy let me just joint those joint so you're all in for a fair chance here we had laban grizz lily let me spell that one again view and i think is that everybody i miss i feel like i missed somebody not myself, Grizz, LeBan, Lily, Fuelman. No, that's good. All right, let me go back to that. Pretty good chance here tonight, people. Christmas spiral, colour of your choice. Ooh, it might have just ticked over to LeBan, I think. Congratulations, LeBan. Now, I've got you here in chat. If you're able to, can you tell me what colour you want? What do you got? Blue, yes. That's Beulah Man picked the black one and you picked the blue one. Those are definitely my favourites. That's all I had to do. Now, I believe, let me check my notes. Yes, that's it. Look at that. Race through it tonight. Love it. Um, reminder that if you are in a time zone that fits in with the Wednesday night recording schedule of starting at 7.30pm AEST and you'd like to get involved, link to the weekly Zoom will always be dropped in the NBA server at least 15 minutes prior to the, sh the show starting, unless it's like tonight where I'm ready to go and I just say, bugger it, let's go. Uh, don't forget that if you have an Upland NFT or Metaverse product, service or event to promote or you're just somebody engaged in Web3 you'd like to have a chat, opportunities are available for engagement in this and the new The Metaverse and Beyond podcast. Send me a DM on Discord or drop a comment in the YouTube to discuss and secure your spots. Um, yeah, happy to do any sort of promotion. Um, if you have a MetaVenture or you're involved in some kind of stuff and you'd like to get the word out, um, uh, whether that be you send me through a few pics or and a bit of a paragraph, a bit of a spiel, happy to get that out there. Or even better, if maybe you could get up at Stupid AM and come and be a part of the show. Not us for once. Have to wait and see. All right. Good luck, everybody, through the week. Hopefully we get some news about the – some actual real news about the Totem Fives and everything else. And, yes, watch out for the FOMO Dragon. He's bitten me substantial. I think I went from – I think I was – Five and a half million UPX, not that three weeks ago, and now I'm about one and a half million, but one million of that's for the end of year giveaway. So yeah, I'm um, I got to save my bickies for this next city releases that's inevitably coming. So you broke, yeah, not quite. Um, I've definitely been broker, but yeah, it's definitely not where I want to be. That's for sure. All right, thanks everybody. Have a good week, and we'll catch you next time.
This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor MetaVenture, one of the premier and original destinations for Upland UGC map assets in the Upland Metaverse. Samurai Aquatics is thrilled to offer an introductory price on selective items for a limited time only this November and December. First up, glide into the festive spirit with the magnificent Samurai Slay. Normally priced at 34,000 UPX, this season's must-have flex piece is available to you for just 29,000 UPX or 25 USD. And for those of you out there looking to add a touch of romantic style to your upland spaces, the Love Heart Jacuzzi is making a splash. Regularly $15, it can be yours for the introductory price of only $12 USD. This is a USD-only item and is the perfect asset for you to pretend to warm up those chilly upland evenings all by yourself or with your special someone or someone. Ooh la la. And lastly, don't miss the full set of five Christmas spirals, a colourful addition to any of your structures or blue pixels in the upland metaverse. Now at an exceptionally value of 90000 UPEX or $75 USD, down from the regular price of 126,000 UPX or $126. To reserve your set of Christmas spirals, you have to send a direct message to me, Ben68, on Discord. Sale is on now at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, and will expand to our other showrooms in the coming weeks. Remember, these exceptional deals are only available in November and December. Sorry, there were. Shitsurei, Tashimasu.